0: الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان هاكم حتى زرتم المقابر كلا سوف تعلمون ثم كلا سوف تعلمون Laota la Muna Il Maliatin, Letara Wun al Jahin, some Mala Tara Wun aina liatin, some Mala Tus Alun, Naoma, Idin, Anin, Sadakallah, Nawim,
1: most suspected on my cramp, brothers and elders. There various portions and sections of the Quran Sharif regarding which Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has mentioned some fazil, some virtues Allah ta'ala in his hikmat in his wisdom has granted some additional virtues additional blessings to various portions every ayat every word every letter of the Quran Sharif is more valuable than the whole world in what it contains over and above this for example, Surah Yasin, person recites Surah Yasin at the beginning of the day, Nabi Islam says that this becomes a means of the fulfillment of his needs of that day. Qudiyat Hawa Iduhu. All his needs are fulfilled. Our understanding of needs is restricted to only the needs of the world. Whereas it's our need that we pass the day in a manner that our iman remains safe. That's our need, most fundamental need of the day. It's our need that we conduct ourselves in the manner that Allah's Nabi Islam has thought. His noble example, that's a need. These are more fundamental needs than the need of food and drink. So a person makes this niyat, this intention, and he recites Surah Yasin in the morning. Together with all the other needs he has, day-to-day things. So in any case, Surah Yasin has been given this virtue. Likewise, Surah Mulk, Mulk, in the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, the person who recites this every night, this would be a means of his protection in the Qabr, from the Azab and the punishment of the grave. So like this, there are various different ayat, various different sections and portions of the Qur'an Sharif, which Allah Ta'ala has blessed with additional virtue. Among them, on one occasion, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam addressed the Sahaba Ikram and he said to them, Can you not, one of you recite a thousand ayat in the day? So, somebody inquired a thousand ayat every day. Not everybody can manage it so easily. So Nabi Salaam said, Surah Takasur, Al-Hakamu Takasur. Recite this once in the day and you will get the reward of having recited one thousand ayat. Now what a short surah, how long it takes to recite it. No effort really required, no time, hardly anything that is required. It takes maybe a few seconds, fifteen, twenty seconds, half a minute. It's such a great reward. So Allah alone knows his hikmat and his wisdom. But apparently the special reward is being given here is to draw our attention to the meaning of this ayat daily, to the surah daily. That if a person, for the benefit of the white Camry ND seven one eight zero two five, it's blocking somebody. White Camry ND seven one eight zero two five. So Allah Taala alone knows His hikmat and wisdom. But what apparently seems to be the case is. That we are being invited to daily recite the surah so that we take the lesson in the surah. That a person, for the benefit of the virtues, for the benefit of the reward, he will recite it. But when he recites it, he will take the message, he will take the lesson therein. So, what is the lesson, what is the message in surah taqasur? Allah wa Ta'ala says, Al haakum taqasur. Al haakum at takasr has two meanings one meaning Hassan Basri says it means amassing of wealth so Allah is saying التكاثر, the amassing of wealth has made you totally neglectful unmindful that's one meaning the other meaning is istafakhr vying and boasting with one another competing with one another for the dunya, and about the things of the dunya. So this competition with one another to get ahead, in terms of dunya, Allah Ta'ala is saying, Al-Haakum. This has made you completely unmindful, has made you neglectful. Unmindful of what? Person becomes unmindful of the reality of this dunya. He becomes unmindful of Allah Ta'ala he becomes unmindful of the reality that there's an akhirat coming. He becomes totally neglectful in terms of the things that will make that akhirat a place of bliss and happiness for him. So Allah Ta'ala is saying, الهاكم takasur, And one is that a person becomes neglectful, becomes unmindful of Allah Ta'ala, becomes unmindful of the hereafter, becomes unmindful of deen, but sometimes, the effort to turn figures, the effort to add zeros, that sometimes makes a person even unmindful about himself, unmindful about his family, unmindful about why he's here. That a person <coughs> doesn't have any more time for anybody. You ask the person, what are you doing all this for, you say, I'm doing it for the children. But the children saying, we don't know when our father comes and when he goes. And he says he's doing it for the children. But the children have lost all contact with the father. But the father is so busy, he doesn't have any time for the children. He so says, who are you doing it for? I'm doing it for my wife. For the wife and children. The wife is saying, I'm already estranged from my husband. So a person becomes unmindful of even those who are immediately around him. He come, becomes unmindful of himself. And person is just driven by this, and how can I amass, or how can I be one better than the next? But many a times, people sometimes sit down, and then they say, "I don't know what I've achieved. I have achieved a lot in terms of what the apparent things are concerned, but there's still something empty inside. There's a void. There's something that is not full inside, after having filled everything else." having filled the bank account, having filled the coffers, having filled the home with all the luxuries, having filled the life with all the material possessions. So everything has got filled, but inside is still empty. So after all, inside can only be filled with something that will fill inside. The inside cannot be filled with something that will fill the outside. So this is what we are being told about in this ayat of the Quran Sharif. Al-haakum ut that this race for the dunya sometimes make a person totally unmindful. Hatta zurtumul maqabir Allah Ta'ala says, until zurtumul makavir, literally translated, you visit the grave. What actually here is meant is that when finally death comes and you are laid in your own grave, now the person suddenly becomes aware of what the reality is, but it's too late. Now the person's eyes open up when his eyes have closed. When his eyes have closed, now his real eyes open up. That this is a reality. I was told about the cover. And I thought it was something. Well, it'll happen, we'll see, whatever it is. Allah Ta'ala knows whether they, what we are being told, how genuine it is. But now his eyes opened up for real. That this is no joke, this is no fairy tale, this is a reality. So Hatta zurtumul maqabir. So this we are being given this message, and this, as we mentioned, the great virtue of Allah is bless the surah with, person recites the surah once in the day, he's getting rewarded with the reward of reciting 1000 ayat. And what a way Allah ta'ala opens this message to us. That you're going to start the day, a person wants to, normally when there's a prophet to be made, he wants to do it as quickly as possible. So the day has started, he wants to make the prophet of 1000 ayat. So he started his day by reciting al takasur That this takasur, this amassing, this competing has made you neglectful. He gets a shock of his life. Am I neglectful? Have I become unmindful? If I have, how do I come back? How do I become mindful of Allah Ta'ala? How do I I become conscious of Allah Ta'ala? Otherwise, a person, as we mentioned, forgets everybody else, forgets himself. And this is the greatest poverty. This is the greatest poverty that a person has made the dunya his object of life. And the turning of figures, the object of life, because this will never come to an end in his life. And therefore, Nabi Salaam says, Inna al ghina nafs, that the real wealth is the wealth of the heart. The real wealth is the wealth of the heart. Earning the dunya, a person makes his moderate effort, he gives whatever the basic necessary attention is required and then in that basic effort he will make the moderate effort he will make then whatever is decreed for him will come For somebody will be decreed one rand he'll get one rand after the whole day's effort and somebody after one hour's effort is decreed for him to get one million he'll get one million but he made a moderate effort in a halal manner whatever came inshallah there's bargat in it Allah will make it a means of khair for him in dunya and akhirat but the object must never become that and that must never make a person unmindful of the realities of life. Never make him unmindful of Allah wa ta'ala. Never make him unmindful of qiyamat, of the qabr before that. And when a person keeps himself conscious of Allah ta'ala and develops qanaat, contentment, he's content with whatever condition Allah ta'ala has kept him in. Somebody Allah ta'ala has made him a billionaire, So he's content with that in the sense that he doesn't use it in any way, Allah is forbidden. Allah has kept somebody in some other circumstances, he's content with that. He will make whatever the moderate effort is, he's content with this situation. Otherwise when a person becomes ungrateful and he becomes discontented, then this leads to so many things that it's sometimes mind-boggling. One person, some email came just two days ago, And this is just a reflection, it's just an echo of what is going on out there. Somebody sent a very short three-sentence email. I need some help. There was an opening line and then three sentences. I'm a girl. I want to be a boy. Can we imagine, this is not somebody is just... And then the last line is... I also don't don't want to live because I'm forever restless. End of story. End of human. I'm a girl. I want to be a boy. And I also don't want to live because I'm forever restless. Now can we imagine where does this aspect of discontent reach? Somebody is a male, they want to become a female. Somebody is a female, Allah Ta'ala has created. Somebody is a female, they want to become a male. Allah Ta'ala has blessed somebody with a Maybe light complexion, they're trying to tan themselves to the point that they become dark. Somebody has got a dark complexion, they're using everything in the world to try and make it light. Somebody Allah Ta'ala has created short, they're trying to find the highest shoes to wear. To make themselves tall. Allah Ta'ala's qudrat, has Allah Ta'ala created somebody? Whatever it is, Allah Ta'ala has kept us in a condition, we should be content with it. Whatever is within our means to make an effort for something that is optional, something that is within a person's choice. For example, to earn a living, whether he sweeps a street, or whether he works in a shop, or whether he gets a profession that is in his choice, he can make an effort for it. So he makes a moderate effort, he has the opportunity to do something, he'll do it. Within the limits of shariat and deen, nobody has forbidden that. Nobody has said that it is haram to have a job that will earn you a lot of money. But... That must not become the object of life. Person will be content. He'll make his moderate effort. But he'll be content with whatever Allah has blessed him with. Otherwise, now this last line, and I'm forever restless. What is this restlessness about? Because there's no contentment. And this contentment now, is this, this lack of contentment is reaching that peak where the person feels, there's no need for me to live now. There's nothing for me to live. Why should I even remain living? Because this has come to a peak, the lack of contentment. And subhanallah, sometimes there are people whose incidents bring such uh, courage, inspiration. Just today I met somebody and he was giving me one little incident that a few days ago he was driving somewhere and he happened to see as he was going up the road... And some person is trying to cross the road on a wheelchair. It was a woman, a little bit of advanced age, and she's trying to cross the road on a wheelchair. And she's battling. And now she had crossed half the road. Cars are buzzing. And now she's battling to now get across. So in any case, he says he saw this. He didn't know who it is. But in any case, he parked off on one side. And he came to now assist the person to cross the road because he also recognized and in that moment saw that the person had no legs. Both legs were amputated. So he came and he assists the person on the side and then he moved off. He sees that now she's pushing that wheels with both hands according to the way he described it. He said maybe it'll be less than a meter in a minute. But difficulty now because of gradient. So again he came and he offered to push the chair. So the person made salam. So he said, can I where are you going to? I'll push it. I can see you battling. So she said, No, no, the more time it takes me, it will take me longer to reach home. But the more time it takes me to reach home, the more i will decide. So, this incident I'm giving, we shouldn't start drawing any conclusions and any missile out of this. Nevertheless, this person, whatever happened, transpired, is giving me the incident. So, just the basic message of contentment. So he says, This person then said to him that no, she's living somewhere up the road in one flat. So he said, "I do not any family or anybody to help you? He said, no, she convert, came to Islam, reverted into Islam 20 years ago. Parents passed away, both passed away in an accident. And then when she accepted Islam, the rest of the family disowned her. So she lives by herself and because there's nobody to care for her, she goes to work like that in a taxi. But because the taxi will not take her when it is full with the wheelchair, so she has to come two hours before the time. So she leaves 5 o'clock in the morning and then she goes and she comes back 5 o'clock in the evening on the wheelchair. The taxi drops off at the window, whichever point it is and then she pulls herself and she lives by herself and he says, I haven't seen or haven't heard such contentment in anybody. He says, Alhamdulillah, my life is carrying on fine. You've got to work for yourself. You can't expect people to give you handouts and do things for you. As I said, don't draw any conclusions and any messiah out of this incident. What I'm trying to say is, that some people, Allah Ta'ala has blessed with such contentment. Can we imagine, a person living by themselves, both legs amputated, and the person is so content that if I go to push myself on this wheelchair, and it will take me maybe uh, 20 times the amount of time to get to home, then I will recite so much more Duru Sharif. And the person is quite content with life. Whatever my condition is, it's fine. And here Allah Ta'ala has created somebody a male, the person wants to become a female. Somebody is a female, they will become a male. But that creates such restlessness in a person's life. The person says, I don't have anything to live for. I'm very restless, I don't think I should live anymore. Now, this is what becomes the situation when a person has focused on the dunya. And the dunya can never fill the heart. The heart will be filled with something else. The dunya can only fill the hands, can fill the bank account, can fill the pocket, can fill the bags can fill everything, anything and everything outside, but the dunya can't fill the inside. The Inside is Allah bidikrillahi tatma'innul qulub, That with the remembrance of Allah, وتعالى, with the obedience of Allah, وتعالى, with the hearts get that peace, that tranquility, that itminan, and that serenity, that contentment. When a person is now qana'at, qana'at me rahat. In qana'at and contentment, there is this rahat, there is this comfort person is happy. What a way, he's happy. There is some physical difficulty also, the person is at ease, from within. There isn't the restlessness. There may be pain. That's a different thing. There may be pain. Physical pain, anybody will feel. abiyali Ali, was felt pain. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala, said to him, that, I have such a severe headache. Nabi Sallallahu said, Bal, Wa Asa what are you talking about, your headache? I have an even more severe headache. He felt the pain also. The sahaba came and showed to Nabi wasallam we are so hungry, we have tied one stone each to our bellies. Allah's Nabi wasallam lifted his sheet and said, look, I've got two stones tied. What is the level of my hunger? So pain he also felt. But restlessness is something else. A person now has lost hope in life or has become... Restless that now, the person wants to start taking his own life. That's a different thing. person whose heart is filled with the remembrance of Allah, wa ta'ala, whose heart is filled with the obedience of Allah, wa ta'ala, then that person's heart is at ease. And that is what will fill the heart. Everything else will fill outside. But that can't fill inside. Inside what will be filled is the remembrance of Allah, wa ta'ala, the obedience of Allah the heart that is filled with this pure love, that person will have a pure sleep and will have a very peaceful sleep. And many a person comes and says, I can't even sleep the whole night. Why you can't sleep the whole night? After a lot of going around, as they say, beating around the bush, and the person finally says, I'm involved in this illicit love, in this haram love. So now sleep has become haram on me also. This haram love has made sleep haram also. Now I can't even fall asleep. It has made life itself haram. That the person is living and not living. The person is there and not there. So this is anything that is away from Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala, it is going to make a person restless because a, a mu'min, his heart, the sea in which it will get their contentment is the sea of the zikr of Allah wa ta'ala, the obedience of Allah wa ta'ala. The love of Allah Ta'ala. You take it away anywhere else, it's a fish out of water. And a fish out of water is going to be forever restless. It's going to be fluttering and jumping and can't, doesn't know what to do. But bring it where it's supposed to be, it's totally content. Then, whatever the circumstances are, sometimes there's no food, sometimes there's whatever else, but it's still in water. So Allah Ta'ala is bringing this message to us. al Hatta zurtumul maqabir that this takasur and amassing and this competing this has made you unmindful and when this eyes open up hatta tumul maqabir when you visit the grave meaning when you finally are laid to rest in your own grave now the reality opens up then Allah says kalla kalla never never what never this is not something to give your heart to. Don't ever give your heart to the world. And never, don't ever become unmindful of Allah Ta'ala. This is not something to ever become unmindful of. Never become un- unmindful of the day of qiyamah, of the reality of the qabr. سَوْفَ تَعْلَمُونَ Very soon you will know for sure that this is a reality. How long a person is going to remain in the dunya? Very soon he will have to see the reality. كَاللَّا سَوْفَ تَعْلَمُونَ ثُمَّ كَلَّا سَوْفَ تَعْلَمُونَ Like some, sometimes we're addressing somebody, giving the message, say, listen again one more time I'm telling you. Listen properly, I'm telling you one more time. Allah Ta'ala is telling us, كَلَّا سَوْفَ Listen one more time. Never become unmindful of akhirat. Never become unmindful of Allah Ta'ala. سَوْفَ تَعْلَمُونَ Very soon you will know for sure. كَلَّا لَوْ تَعْلَمُونَ عِلْمَ الْيَقِينَ Again, kalla, never become unmindful of all this. لو علم اليقين, Had only you know, known this reality with full conviction, then what? Then you wouldn't have become unmindful. But this dunya after all is a test. It is a place of test. It is a place where a person, if the ghayb and the unseen was open to him, then he wouldn't want to do anything about the dunya, where the test is going to remain. So the realities have been put in the unseen. And he's been given the message of the unseen. And now believe in it. And work towards the unseen as if you have seen it. So كَلَّا لَوْ تَعْلَمُونَ عِلْمَ الْيَقِينَ الْجَحِيمِ ثُمَّ عَيْنَ الْيَقِينَ Allah Taala says, you will end up seeing the fire of Jahannam. If a person has been unmindful, then this will be the end result. And he will see it عَيْنَ yaqeen with the eye of conviction, one is a person is told, Allah ta'ala there's some accident down the road, and it is this and that and whatever else. So now he gets a gruesome picture of how that accident is. But whatever that picture is in his mind, when he walks down the road and sees it for himself, it's a totally different thing. He believed 100% of what was told to him. But when he sees it, it's totally different. What picture he had in his mind... He couldn't conjure up anything close to it. This is totally a different reality when he sees it. Allah Ta'ala is saying, Law ta'ala, la Whatever you have thought about it, one day you will have to see it with your eyes for real. Yawma idhin anin naim, And then on that day you will be questioned about the bounties of Allah Ta'ala. All the bounties of Allah Ta'ala will be questioned about on that day. In one hadith, Nabi Salaam says, Abu Huraira reports, that Nabi Salaam says, that among the first things that a person will be questioned about in terms of the bounties and na'mads, will be good health. Allah Ta'ala will ask him, did we not give you health? How did you use the health? Where did you go? What did you do? We gave you the health, did you use it in a way that brought you closer to us? Or you went to do what... Distance you away from us, but we forbade. One of the first ni'mats a person will be asked about is cold water. Can we imagine, especially in this time, in this weather, a person drinks one after the other glasses of cold water. Do we make sugar on that? Do we recite, Alhamdulillah saqani azban furatan bi ni'mati lam yaj'alhum ilhan ujajan dhunubina Allah's Nabi used to recite this du'a and taught us to recite this du'a after drinking water. All praise is due to Allah Ta'ala. Sakani, عَذْبًا furatan, birahmati. Allah Ta'ala granted me this water which is so wonderful and it is so, gives such a good feeling. And all this Allah Ta'ala made it sweet, azban, And all this is out of the bounty and favor of Allah Ta'ala. And he did not make it salty and bitter as a result of our sins. In other words, our sins are such that just as Fir'aun when that punishment came to him, various punishments came. One punishment came, anything he would touch, water he would touch, will turn to blood. Touch his food, it will turn to blood. Our sins are such that if we touch the sweetest water, it should turn bitter as a result of our sins. If we touch rose water also, it should become worse than the bitterest thing. But Allah Ta'ala did not make it happen like that. He gave us some respite and rope. وَلَمْ so to make shukar on that, Ya Allah, you protected us, you safeguarded us. Now one of the first ni'mets a person will be questioned about on the day of qiyamah, cold water. His eyes, inna sama wal-basara wal-fu'ada kullu ulaika His hearing, his sight and his heart. Allah ta'ala says, kullu Everything he'll be asked about on the day of qiyamah. So now to sit and ponder about this, that how am I using my faculties? How am I using the limbs Allah Ta'ala has blessed me with? I'm going to be questioned about this, this muraqaba. To surround and imagine this, I'm now being asked, give an account of how you used your eyes. What report I'm going to give? Give an account of how you use your, used your ears, your heart, what you thought about, your feet, where you walked with it to, how you used your hands, how you used all the limbs and faculties Allah Ta'ala gave you, your mind think about it. This is, everything is the favor of Allah Tubharaq wa ta'ala. And the day of qiyamah, the person will be questioned about this. Yawma idhin so this very short surah, and Allah ta'ala has filled such a message in it for us, that a person who takes this message fully every morning, then inshallah he will live his day in the way that is the dictates of this message. And such a great reward. Once a person recites it in a day, the reward of reciting 1000 ayat. How simple to get so much of reward. But what is expected of us is, that by reciting it, we take the message. And we don't become unmindful of Allah Ta'ala during the course of that day. And we develop this qanaat, we develop this contentment, this greatest wealth. This is the greatest wealth. So this is the lesson that we have to imbibe within us. And develop this contentment. This is where our peace and happiness will come. Otherwise, everything else will just keep us restless and there's nothing to be achieved in that restlessness until finally, before we know it, time is gone. Life is gone. Hatta zurtumul maqabir. We have already been laid in our own graves. Allah ta'ala, give me and all of us the tawfiq to take this message of the Qur'an Sharif, this message of this beautiful surah. Allah ta'ala, give us the tawfiq of living it as well. Sayyidur Sharif
0: La ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah Sallallahu tabarak wa ta'ala Alayhi wa ala alihi وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلم نائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جز الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله <تصفيق> لا إله إلا الله، لا إله إلا الله، لا إله إلا الله، إلا الله، لا إله إلا الله لا اله الا الله La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah na ilaha illallah na ilaha illallah na ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah Sallallahu wa ta'ala Alayhi wa sallam Ho jaye meyra तो ही तो हो तो ही तो हो तो ही तो गैर से बिल्कुल ही उठ जाए नजर तो ही तो आए नजर देखूं जिधर और मेरे तन में दर्दे दिल हो दर्दे दिल हो दर्दे दिल नफ्सो दोनों ने मिलकर ہائے کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار تو بھی مگر رب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بس تا دم لا إله إلا الله محمد الرسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم <كلم> الله الله جل جلاله الله Allah 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 ke jaisa pyara naam hai aashiqon ka aur jam hai Allah Allah ke jaisa pyara naam आहरा जुज आसमा हमदम नबून राज़े غير خدا محرم نہ بون راجز जुज आसमा خدا محرم نبود آه ilahi bandaran uswamkun garbadam man sirman pedamkun har tamanna dil se rukhsat ho gayi ab to aaja ab to khalwat ho gayi har tamanna dil se rukhsat ho khalwat ho gayi mita de छोड़ दे सानी बस्ती को Allah, बस्ती कहता जा अल्लाह 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 and Allah, <laughs> and Allah, 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 and محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحسي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك جز الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله ربنا غلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم لنا وترحمنا لنكون من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم وعفو وتكرم وتجاوز عما عم تعلم انك انت الاعز الاكرم ربنا توفنا مسلمين والحقنا بالشهداء والصالحين غير خزايا ولا نداما ولا مفتونين ربنا هب لنا من ازواجنا وذرياتنا قرة اعين واجعلنا للمتقين اماما وَجَعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا رَبَّنَا فَاخْفِرْ لَنَا ذُنُوبَنَا وَكَفِّرْ عَنَّا سَيِّئَاتِنَا وَتَوَفَّنَا مَعَ الْأَبْرَارِ رَبَّنَا وَآتِنَا مَا وَعَدْتَنَا عَلَى رُسُلِكَ وَلَا تُخْزِنَا يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ إِنَّكَ لَا تُخْلِفُ الميعاد Ah,
1: yes. uh-huh. oh, yeah, yes. Allah tamam ya mujrim Allah ya Allah indeed we are most sinful Allah Allah whatever we are Allah whatever we have committed Allah but we are your servants Allah Allah we only have you to turn to Allah we can turn to nobody else Allah there is no other door to turn to ya Allah Ya Allah, You forgive all our major and minor sins, Ya Allah. Ilahul completely purify us of all, Ya Allah. Ilahul make us Your obedient servants, Ya Allah. Ilahul <Developers> Alameen from head to toe, Ya Allah, fill us with Your obedience, Ya Allah. Ilahul Ya Allah, we have remained restless for too long without You, Ya Allah. Ilahul <sels> Aalameen, You become ours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, <month> You make us Yours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Aalameen, fill our hearts with Your love, Ya Allah. Ilahul Aalameen, <academics> fill our hearts with Your love, Ya Allah. Ilahul fill our hearts with the love of Deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah fill our hearts with the love of Rasulullah. sallallahu Ya Allah fill our hearts with the love of all the good, Ya Allah. Illahuul alamin remove all the evils from our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah remove the love of the world from our hearts, Ya Allah. Illahuul remove all the haram and illicit things from our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah, grant us the best of dunya and the best of akhirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, keep us on sirat mustaqim, mustaqeem, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from all the fitna and Fasadi Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you take us with iman from this world, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, take us at the time that you are pleased with us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, take us with the kalimala, ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Ya Allah, take us in a condition, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, that your rahmat is descending upon us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from, Ya Allah, death in a condition of sin, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, grant us death on complete and calm iman, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, make our covers gardens of Jannah for us, Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the shafaat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ilahu enable us to enter Jannah without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin all those who have passed away from our families throughout the Ummad. Ya Allah, fill their qabrs with noor, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make their complete makhfirat, Ya Allah. Give them the high stages of the akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin all those who have asked us to make dua for them, Ya Allah, fulfill all their pious needs, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, wa ya, ya Allah, all those who are sick, give them shifai kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Throughout the world. Wherever the Muslims are suffering, remove their hardships and difficulties, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever difficulty and hardship anybody is in, Ya Allah, remove it, Ya Allah. Allah, <speaking in foreign language> Ya Allah, You grant us all the good that Rasulullah s.a.w. asked for. Ya Allah, whatever Nabi s.a.w. sought refuge from, Ya Allah, You give us safety also, Ya Allah. Rabbana taqabbal minna <speaking> innaka <foreign> anta assamil alim aleem Wa tuba alayna ya maulana <language> innaka anta attawabur rahim Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khalqihi sayyidina muhammad wa alihi wa sahabi jama'in. Wa